We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. I want to tell you a story. It's a story about a scandal, broken relationships, gossip, rumors, money, corporate rivalry, and a broom. A performance-enhancing broom. My name is John Cullen. I'm a comedian, podcaster, and for 20 years, I was a semi-professional curler. And I want to tell you the story about how a single broom almost imploded the 500-year-old sport of curling. We felt like we were bringing a knife to a gunfight. It's the story of a superstar and his fall from grace. Oh, I was being dragged through the mud. It's the story of two brother entrepreneurs with a dream. <laughs> I said, that's great news. It's a story of intrigue. I still don't understand why we want to keep his name secret. The full story has never been told, so I'm going to tell it. Broomgate. How a broom almost killed curling. It was a year I'd like to forget. To listen to Broomgate, search for Broomgate in your favorite podcast app. That's all one word. Broomgate. Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Bite clear liners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you could pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. On the Sooner Sports Network, from Learfield, this is the Pike Pass Sooner Post Game Show. Pike Pass, the fastest, safest, most efficient way to travel Oklahoma, Kansas, and Texas. Also brought to you in part by Coca-Cola. New season, new Coke Zero Sugar. Now, the Pike Pass Sooner Post Game Show. Ball the fullback, Gray the tailback, quarterback sneak. It's Rattler turning for the goal line, and I don't think he got in. They tried to go QB sneak and didn't get there. No, touchdown! He's laying in the end zone. (laughs) It is over in Norman. Oklahoma wins it today, 23-16 over the Nebraska Cornhuskers. Kobe Rowland, Teddy Lehman back with you in the booth. Chris Plank and Gabe Eichert have headed to the Sooner locker room. Post-game visit with Lincoln Riley and the victorious Sooners. Coming up, Sooner post-game show presented by Pike Pass. Hey, Sooners, don't get past. Get Pike Pass. Teddy, initial thoughts? Well, uh, 
closer football game than a lot of people thought. Uh, I thought our defensive line did a superb job down the stretch. Um, you know, really defensively, aside from a handful of big plays, we kept them in check for, for most of the afternoon. Offensively, it just turned into a weird game flow. I felt like we were having success offensively, but it was slow. It was five or seven yards at a time. What our scoring drives ended up all being double-digit drives, right? 12, 11, and 10, or maybe 12, 14, and 10. Uh, so it's, it was a long, methodical day, which you give Oklahoma, give Rattler credit for taking what the defense gives you and continuing to move that football. A couple of mistakes late I thought had the potential to really hurt us. Uh, the Mims' decision to try and field that ball uh, deep in our own territory was dangerous. That was a switch of field position of like 30 yards, but we end up climbing out of the hole there and able to, to get out enough to pin Nebraska deep. Also some penalties in there that we were able to overcome, but all in all, a solid win. I know people may be frustrated with the score, but Oklahoma took what Nebraska gave them didn't have any mistakes, any turnovers. That was critical. And uh, I think Nebraska's a better football team than people give them credit for. Adrian Martinez played well today. Played great. The, the one interception was, I mean, the, it's going to be the number one play on SportsCenter tonight. Right. So, and it's an interception it that down. he's happy with. Yeah. You know, it's, it ends up putting Oklahoma, uh, you know, inside the five-yard line. They get three downs, stop, and punt it back, and I think they had the ball in maybe the 40 or so. So end up being uh, not a – it was a net fine play for, for Nebraska. So, yeah, I, he played well. When given time, he could thread the needle and make some nice plays out there, and we saw that. Right, so there's a lot to dissect. We will, Sooner fans, be sure to catch Coach's Corner, presented by Riverwind Casino every Thursday night, 7 p.m., on the Sooner Sports Radio Network and Sooner Sports TV. No one gets you closer to Big 12 football than Sirius XM. Download the Sirius XM app and tune in to Sirius XM Big 12 radio for news, talk, analysis throughout the college football season. Try it out today and take your favorite Big 12 team with you on your phone, online, and at home. No car is required. 23-16, Oklahoma wins the Battle of the Big Reds. Postgame show rolls on next. This is Sooner Football from Learfield. Second down, Martinez looks right under pressure. They got it. It's a sack. Josh Ellison back at the 22-yard line, and I think Lincoln's going to use one of his timeouts now. Sooner postgame show brought to you by Pike Pass. Hey, Sooners, don't get past. Get Pike Pass. Blue Cross and Blue Shield of Oklahoma and OU Athletics have teamed up to recognize outstanding teachers in our classrooms and communities. Visit OUTeacherofthegame.com to nominate your teacher to be honored at an OU football game and win $1,000. OU wins it today, 23-16 over Nebraska, but they got pushed, certainly closer than the experts predicted. But, um, Teddy, I guess you asked me during the break my thoughts. My initial thought is this offense so far through three games not as dynamic as we're used to at Oklahoma. I was pleased that they were able to run the ball there at the end when they had to, and they got near 200 rushing yards today. But all in all, the Lincoln-Riley high-powered explosive offenses that we've seen since he's been here 
We haven't seen it yet. Now, the 76 nothing win to the side against Western Carolina. Um, it was enough today, but it was more of a, even on the scoring drives, as you mentioned, more of a multi-play, 10-plus play, grinded-out touchdown drives. Now, is that because of the type of defense Nebraska was playing, or do you feel like Oklahoma's just not as explosive of a team right now as we're used to? I think it's a little bit of both. I, I think maybe we're not as explosive as we're used to, uh, but I think it's, you know, college football is always changing, and, you know, you have to adapt to your personnel, to the, you know, to the new themes of college football, and it's it's becoming more difficult, especially in this conference, to create some of those plays. Now, uh, what I did like was – Whenever we ran the football, we had success. I mean, uh, you look at some of the averages, Eric Gray, Kennedy Brooks, both ended up averaging over five and a half yards a carry. Our numbers rushing the ball ended up being pretty good. And to me, that was that was the key. Right there, uh, knocking on the door of 200 yards rushing, I think that's I think that's really the, the level where you've got to be running the football. Now, whenever you go back and see Oklahoma's offense at their absolute best, it's not the passing yards that are uh, just blow you away. It's the rushing yards, 300-yard rushing games routinely. So, you know, I don't know if it's the way people are defending us or if we don't have maybe those breakaway players or quarterbacks. I still think that the lack of quarterback run game is a factor and makes it more difficult for us to run it a little more traditionally. Let's talk defense, OU defense on the other side. Pike Pass post-game show. Hey, Sooners, don't get past, get Pike Pass. Chris Plank, Gabe Eichert. We'll have a uh, post-game chat with Lincoln Riley coming up soon. 23-16 OU wins. We're keeping an eye on this game in Morgantown right now. The Sooners get West Virginia next Saturday night in primetime with three minutes to go. West Virginia leading 15th-ranked Virginia Tech, 27-21. Mountaineers have the football, trying to run out the clock here. This would be big if, if they could win this game and come into Norman next week with yeah. a win under their belt like and this, this. This quarterback that they're running right now, Green, is he's a dual-threat guy, is an electric player. So, you know, we saw Adrian Martinez use his legs a little bit today. For the most part, kept him in check, but we're going to have another guy next week that can do some really impressive things. Sooners win at 23-16. The Pike Pass postgame show rolls on next. This is Sooner Football from Learfield. All three H-backs right into the line in a bunch. Gray is deep from the one. Rattler, play action, rolls right, throws, touchdown! Jeremiah Hall, the bullfrog! That's your OG&E power play of the game today. OG&E, we energize life. Sooner fans, be sure to catch Sooner Football 2021 with Lincoln Riley. Presented by Integra's Heart Hospital, Dean Blevins hosts that show. Log on to Soonersports.com for airtimes on Sooner Sports TV. Terrible interception just thrown by West Virginia. And Vatek has the ball inside the red zone with about two minutes to go and a chance to take the lead. Mountaineers leading 27-21. We'll keep an eye on that. Here, Oklahoma wins the renewal of the Battle of the Big Reds today. 23-16 over Nebraska. We await the postgame thoughts of Lincoln Riley and the victorious Sooners. Meanwhile, let's talk a little Sooner defense. Ted, um, I felt like they played pretty well today, didn't you? Yeah. No, I thought so. 
They gave up a couple of chunk plays. They had the the throwback play, screen play, that uh, got kind of out the gate on them, but had the 15-yard penalty on the on the back end of it, so it ended up not being that bad. Then they had that tight end crosser where he took the shallow cross, converted it into a deep route. Um, that was a, a big explosive play. They ended up scoring a touchdown on that drive. And then the deep ball, uh, the rail ball down the uh, – Nebraska sideline but on that you know we ended up forcing a turnover there inside the five yard line but other than those plays I thought for the most part we did pretty good did pretty good stopping the run they had a couple of plays that were 10 12 yard gains but nothing super explosive in late whenever you needed to stop to win the football game you did what was the total number of sacks there four sacks on the day four and a half or uh, excuse me five I don't have it on this stat sheet. Uh, you have it, stats? Sacks for OU today? Well, the pressure, whenever you needed it, was good. We couldn't get there early, and we gave Martinez uh, a little bit more time. You look at the third down conversions. There were 6 of 14, which is too, too five. many, and five sacks. Uh, 6 of 14. We weren't very good on first down earlier in the game, but as the game wore on, we got better and better. And then late, whenever you needed to come up with a play, Another uh, couple of sacks there by the defensive line was fantastic. Yeah, you know, there's been twice now in three games this year. Tulane had the ball with a chance to win it, right? turned them away. Nebraska got the ball with a chance to tie it, and you know if they score, they're going for two and just completely dominated that final series here. So that's a good sign. Um, better than the alternative for sure. Just the one forced turnover today, and it's one, it's one that will live on the highlight reels for a long time in Sooner history. Well, what a play by DJ Grant. It, this is just kind of the way the game unfolded. Not a whole lot of just big-time memorable moments. Now, the game in its entirety uh, was incredibly entertaining, but not a lot of wow moments except for that yeah. play. That's going to be the lasting memory it will be. of this game. And the, the funny thing is, I'm sure... Lincoln Riley and Alex Grinch wish he hadn't caught the ball. Right. Because he put him in a bad spot. They would have had it at the 27 if he doesn't make that unbelievable interception. Instead, they got it at the three, went nowhere, had to punt it out of their end zone, and gave Nebraska a short field. They end up scoring a touchdown on. <laughs> Cashed in. We'll take a break. Stats coming up next. Our chat with Lincoln Riley right around the corner. Sooners beat Nebraska 23-16. This is Sooner football from Learfield. is back. The boot's blocked. Picked out of the air by Fields. He's running down the far sideline. Pack Fields into Nebraska territory. He's got a convoy. He'll go all the way. Two points the other way. Off the block, extra point. Pack Fields caught it out of the air. First time since 2013, Zach Sanchez at TCU. A blocked PAT for two points the other way. Pat Fields, your Pizza Hut delivery of the game today. No one out pizzas the Hut. It was a big play as the Sooners win by seven. Only seven today. 23-16 to 16 over Nebraska. Let's start to take a look at our final stats, our Taco Mayo final stats. We still await the postgame thoughts of Lincoln Riley, they should be coming up soon, and as soon as we have them, uh, we will jump in. 
Oklahoma 194 rushing yards today, 214 through the air. They ran 69 plays, 408 total yards. Nebraska only 95 rushing yards, 289 passing. Adrian Martinez actually threw for 75 more yards than Spencer Rattler did. They ran 63 plays for 384. Time of possession almost even, about a minute and a half advantage for OU. Sooner 6 of 11 on third downs. Nebraska 6 for 14. Nebraska 1 for 3 on fourth. Individual numbers, Rattler 24 of 34, 214 yards, one touchdown. He was not sacked today. Eric Gray, 15 carries, 84 yards, 5.6 yards per carry. Kennedy Brooks, 14 totes, 75 yards, and a touchdown. He was at 5.4 yards a carry. Jaden Hazelwood, six catches for 61 yards. Mario Williams, three for 29. Mike Woods, three for 24. Jeremiah Hall had the touchdown catch. Deshaun White, the Sooners' leading tackler with 10. Patrick Fields had nine. For Nebraska, Adrian Martinez, 19 of 25, passing 289. A touchdown and a pick. He was sacked five times. Ramir Johnson, 11 carries for 42. Martinez carried it 17 times for 34. He had a touchdown run as well. Austin Allen, the big tight end, their leading receiver, six catches, 43 yards. And JoJo Doman led the way in tackles with 12. Final stats brought to you by Taco Mayo. Big appetite, bigger savings. Download and save today. Lincoln Riley coming up next. Sooners win 23-16 on Owen Field over Nebraska. This is Sooner football from Learfield. Sooners go Temple. They got four wides to the near side of the field. The short side back to pass, third and seven. Rattler down the middle, come back. Is Owen caught it? First down at the 25, falls forward to the 22. Another big third down pickup on this drive. Sooner postgame show presented by Pike Pass. The set, the fastest, safest, most efficient way to travel. Oklahoma, Kansas, and Texas. Hey, Sooners, don't get past. Get Pike Pass. 23-16, OU over Nebraska. Time for our post-game interview with Lincoln Riley. Brought to you by Noun Hotel. We go down to Chris Plank and Gabe Iker. All right, thanks a lot, Toby. We're down here with Lincoln Riley. Coach, congratulations on the win. A hard-fought victory for this team, wasn't it? It was. It was, uh, you know, kind of what these rivalry games tend to be. You know, it was a slugfest. Uh, you know, turned into a pretty low possession game. Uh, there was just, you know, several long sustained drives, especially the first half. I mean, we had a long one to score. They had a couple long ones, and we did a great job holding them defensively. Um, and, and so, you know, it's, it was kind of a little bit destined to be a close game with just that. It, it almost reminded me in some ways of Army a few years ago. I mean, it was just... I remember looking up at the end of the third quarter, and man, we'd just gotten that one drive, and we're just getting ready to get started. Like, geez, it's already the end of the third quarter. It was, it was, uh, so that kind of game, a great fight by our guys, especially obviously defensively, you know, closing it the way we did was fantastic. Now, maybe you didn't get the explosive plays you wanted in the passing game, but ran the football really efficiently, especially when they knew you were going to run it, and no turnovers. Got to be pleased with that performance on the offensive side. Yeah, no, we we were uh, we had some good moments. Um, I thought some areas we were we were definitely improved. Obviously, it's the best defense we've seen. I mean, they're a good defense, and so uh, I think they've given up 400 yards and like seven or eight straight games coming into this one. So, which is hard to do in today's college football. So, uh, you know, they they did a good job tackling. You know, we kept, didn't come out of as many as I thought we had a chance to, and that's where some of your big plays are going to come. Uh, offensively, we started the halves extremely well. Uh, you know, and had a few mistakes there as the halves went on that kept us from putting more up there. But um, yeah, it was a hell of a battle. 
Let's uh, finish has always kind of been something that this team has wanted to get better at, and it seemed like they finished well today. I know the the, inter the interception by DJ Graham was amazing, yeah. but then he got to put the offense in a tough spot for the defense, went out and finished. Yeah, I thought we handled that well because we had two kind of just freaky situations. You know, we had the, the official bumped one of our guys on the sideline. You get the 15-yard on top of giving up the, the, the vertical ball, and then, you know, Mims obviously didn't didn't uh, play the, uh, you know, the kind of squib kick that they kick over here. Obviously should have let it go out of bounds. Um, and so, you know, we put ourselves in some bad field position there. But, yeah, it's – you know, it is. It's about finishing. You got to find ways to win them in the end. Seemed like Spencer was really efficient. Made smart decisions with the football. Didn't put it in harm's way very often. Yep. What did you think of the way he played? Yeah, he was pretty good. He, there was a couple that you know we would want back. Um, just a couple of decisions. We were just a couple of things route wise. We just weren't. We were just a tick off and. And uh, and that cost us some of the, especially just getting in some of those long yardage third downs. You know, we had some opportunities, especially the back half of the first half. You know, where first and second down, we just weren't very sharp. Now all of a sudden, here we're on third and eight, third and nine, third and ten, and so we got to be a little bit more efficient. But he, no, he did good. I thought he managed it. Kind of had to feel. I, I don't know if he would have handled that game as well a year ago at this time. You know, so you got to feel winning, and um, I thought he did a pretty good job of it. Two more, we'll get you out. How about that crowd? Crowd was awesome, man. It was awesome. It was uh, shoot for an 11 a.m. game. It was as good as I've seen it here. Yeah, there's no agreed. Yeah. <laughs> and defensively, that defensive line, man, you're, you're rotating all kinds of guys to keep them fresh late in the game, and they go and get it done again late in that one. That was, they, yeah, that was an assault. It was. The offensive line for Nebraska. It was, and that's what it needs to be. Um, now our guys were. You know, the rotations, again, helped. And, again, we're able to rotate because we're continually getting production uh, out of guys. I thought we did a pretty good job on Martinez. You know, he got out a few times, but we, for the most part, contained him in the run game. And we just want you to know it was not us not that us. bumped Nowhere near the official. <laughs> Nowhere near the official. <laughs> that sounds good. All right. <laughs> Congrats on the way, Coach. Thank you. Post-game interview presented by Noun Hotel. Noun Hotel coming soon to Historic Campus Corner, where service, community, and celebration are proper nouns. Follow at Noun Hotel on Instagram and Facebook. Coach, say anything there that caught your ear? Yeah, well, you know, I thought he he kind of hit the nail on the head about it being a low-possession game and destined to be close. And he touched on, uh, if you really want to nitpick this football game, the exchange late, we had a group of mistakes that potentially uh, really could have cost us. You know, we give up the deep ball. Then you add 15 yards on top of that. Uh, you have the interception inside the five-yard line. You've got to make a smarter play there. Didn't bite us here, but could have. And then you had the ensuing kickoff, um, you know, after you had to punt, mishandled, I guess you would say, by Mims. There was just kind of a, a group of mistakes there in a critical moment of the game that if you don't make those, you have a chance to really blow this game open and win. Uh, maybe not blow it open, but win a little bit more comfortably. Dr. Tim Shannon and Dr. Mark Revels at Orthodontics Exclusively are proud to present the junior captain of the game. For info on how your child can take the field with your OU team captains, go to orthoexc.com. I guess Lincoln told the gathered media that he considered challenging DJ Graham's interception, saying that it wasn't a catch so that they would get the ball at the 27-yard line instead of the three. But then one of the officials told him, yeah, no, he definitely caught it. So he did. Yeah, Wouldn't he that did. have been an interesting it would position? Have, I wish he would have done it anyways. It would have been funny <laughs> to challenge your own uh, interception. That would have been great. 23-16 Sooners win. 
We'll hear from DJ Graham next. A highlight for the ages today on Owen Field. This is Sooner Football from Learfield. Ball's on the 24. Watch the ball here. Be smart. Martinez, play action. He'll step up in the pocket, rolling right, lobs down, field! will take over at the two-yard line instead of the 27. But it's one of the most unbelievable grabs you will ever see. A one-handed interception for D.J. Graham. Sooner postgame show presented by Pike Pass, the fastest, safest, most efficient way to travel. Oklahoma, Kansas, and Texas. Hey, Sooners, don't get past, get Pike Pass. What a grab by DJ Graham, and he is downstairs now with Chris Plank and Gabe Iker. I told you we were down here with DJ Graham. All right, you got the best hands in the DB room, right? Uh, best uh, hands in the corner room. That's I like what to say. I like to say. Okay, we'll take us through the catch. What what what'd you see? How did it play out? Well, um, like for, for like the past like the like the past two or three plays, they've been running all inside releases, so I kind of expected that. But it was fourth down, so I was kind of contemplating like, okay, should I play off coverage or should I step up? But, you know, I was like, okay, I've been pretty good on the inside release, so let me just step up and let me commit to my technique one more time, like we've been talking about literally all week. So, you know, I stepped up and, you know, he ran the inside release and, you know, I I don't know. It was just so – I don't even know what to say. It was just so unreal, like, like man, but I've been – you know, we practice that so much and I practice the one-handed catches so much and – you know, I, it just happened. Like, it just happened. That's all I got to say. So, when you get back in the locker room, yeah, what, what's the phone situation? Oh. Right? Well, because, I mean, you make a play like that on national television. Yeah. Well, walk us through. What were, what were the notifications looking oh, like? Oh, well, as soon as I put my Apple Watch on, I just feel my, my wrist, like, doing this. And then my phone is flashing and going crazy. And I saw CeeDee Lamb. He mentioned me and Trey Young and. I don't know. It was just, it's unreal. Like, it was, you know, but that's what we practiced for. And, you know, it was just, it was a dream come true. That's all I got to say. Well, and then what was the reaction coming off? Because it is a great play, but yeah, it, it was fourth yeah, down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, no. Yeah, it was fourth down. Like, no, we still got, what was it, six minutes left? Something right. like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it was still a big ball game. And, you know, do my little high fives and celebrations. But, hey, we still got, we still got time on the clock. And, you know, if offense doesn't do it, then we got to do it again. And we just had to put the game away. We had a debate. On the radio call, a couple of guys said that you should have knocked it down. Yeah. I yeah. said, whenever you have the opportunity to make a play yeah. that cool, you just got to do it, man. <laughs> no, it was, you know, uh, it was instinct. What, what did Roy say about it? Oh, he, you know, good job, man, but dial back in, you know. <laughs> yeah, you got to say that. Six minutes left. You know, it's a close game, but nah, it was, you know, it's instincts. You know, I, I, me being me, I don't think I'd ever really try to knock the ball down. I mean, <laughs> you know, if the ball's in the air, I'm going to try to catch it, you know? All right, I'm going to try to do this in F1 terms, so if I screw it up, let okay, me know. Okay, okay, okay. Like, Lewis Hamilton had yeah. that rough That's situation. Right. Well, a car was on his head. Yes. Yeah, a car was on his head. So, yeah. we, ha so we had to overcome adversity. Yeah. No, you kind of had a tough play. I did. The play before, yeah, then yeah, you had yeah. to overcome adversity. Yeah. Am yeah. I tying in okay here no, with yeah. that one? All right. Yeah. First of all, that when he had the car on the head, the race is over. Well, That's true. He doesn't get to keep going. <laughs> 
DJ's got to keep going. Yeah, he, yeah. The, the Martinez makes a nice throw. Mm -hmm. DJ get, gives up a play, which happens at the corner position, and bounces back. I don't know the F1 equivalent of it. I tried. But good, good effort. <laughs> no, I, and I, to add something to that, and, you know, when he caught that, I was kind of looking over the sideline like, okay, is he about to, am I getting taken out? Am I, am I getting pulled? But now he left me in there because, like I said, we, you know, next play. Hey, just take us through what it was like. You know, this whole week everyone's telling yeah. you probably about OU Nebraska, yeah. and there's not a, a ton that I'm sure you guys remember yeah. of the greatness, but it ended up being a dogfight. No, it did. Um, and, you know, it, it's a rivalry game. You know, we're not going to, like like Coach Green said and Coach uh, Riley said, we're not going to see the same team on film that we do on the field. Like, it's, especially OU Nebraska, this is historic. Like, their pride versus our pride. It's, and it's the 50th anniversary. Like, this is a big, big, big game. And, you know, we we never listened to that anyway. You know, playing four-quarter ball. It, you guys had a really good performance on the defensive side of the ball. You were on the field a lot, but... You know, in the locker room, I know the message is, hey, it's never good enough. But yeah. when, when you just think about the overall performance, how do you feel you guys played on that side? Man, I got uh, the front, you know, the, our, our, D, our front, our linebackers, unbelievable. Like, pressuring them, making them roll out the pocket. And luckily, for most of the part, you know, the back end, we held up our part. You know, he scrambles out. He has nowhere to go. So he's either throwing the ball away. You know, or throwing a lazy pass, or you know, or he's getting hit by one of us. Um, I think we 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 play really good, and I think if we keep playing like that throughout the rest of the year in conference play, like we're gonna be good. We're gonna be we're gonna be special. Well, congrats on the win, man. It was a big Thank time uh, performance. It. Thank you, DJ Graham. I continue to say best talking team that we've ever had. But how about Gabe just flat throwing us under the bus in that interview? How did he throw us well, under the bus? Well, he said some guys on the radio were saying you should have knocked it down, but it wasn't me saying uh -huh. Gabe Eichard. So, well, he should have knocked it down. I'm glad he didn't because it's a highlight that'll live forever. But it cost him. It cost him. It's one of those iconic plays, which we've had iconic plays that were either bad or meaningless. The the one moment from CeeDee Lamb that most people remember is his one-handed catch doing, like, the Jordan pose, yeah. and he's landed out of bounds. It didn't count. It yeah. didn't count. So it's fine. I don't blame him. It's hard to tell a corner, and he's right. You heard him say he's just never going to bat the ball down. You know how much time defensive coaches spend on the jump ball at the end of a half or the end of a game on batting the ball down, yet never fails that guys still intercept yeah, it? totally right. I, there's no way you can think about all that stuff, maybe. I don't know. I'm not out there playing. I'm glad he caught it. Great catch. Live forever. It'll be a highlight reels forever. The right play, though, there, should have knocked it down. Well, here's the other thing, though, about that play is he's not really in a position to knock it down. He's, it's either grab it and pull it into himself. He may not know who's behind him that may have a, a, yeah. a chance to make a play on the football. Because he's under the ball, you can't really bat it down from underwards. He kind of has to – he has to – would bat it up, which you don't want to do there. So – That's true. It may have actually been the right play if you spin it that I'm way. I'm glad he made the catch. Listen to Sooner Sports Talk presented by Rudy's Country Store and Barbecue with head coach Lincoln Riley. Tuesdays from Rudy's Country Store and Barbecue in Norman at 7 p.m. Spencer Rattler coming up next. Sooners beat Nebraska 23-16. This is Sooner football from Learfield.
on the Sooner Sports Network. From Learfield, Sooner football has been brought to you by Brahms Ice Cream and Dairy Stores, Farm Fresh for over 50 years, Chick-fil-A, download the app to earn rewards, Homeland, your homegrown advantage, Pizza Hut, no one out pizzas the hut, and by... Pike Pass, the fastest, safest, most efficient way to travel Oklahoma, Kansas, and Texas. Welcome back to the Pike Pass Sooner postgame show. Eye formation, Rattler under center from the two. Kennedy Brooks at the top of the eye. Snap, handoff, Brooks up the middle. Touchdown, Kennedy Brooks. And Oklahoma's up two scores in the fourth. The Whataburger Pico de Gallo Burgers back. Two fresh all-beef patties, melty pepper jack cheese, creamy cilantro lime sauce, and fresh Pico de Gallo. Yes, a whole lot of fresh meats, a whole lot of flavor. Here for a limited time, Toby and Teddy back with you in the booth. Sooners win 23-16. Teddy, after we hear from Spencer Rattler, I need your mid-first bank player of the game today. Let's go down to Chris and Gabe. All right, guys, down here at Spencer Rattler, uh, I, I've used the term a dogfight, a grind. It was, uh, it was a tough one today, but you guys persevered. Take me through what was working for you. Yeah, you know, it was a great atmosphere, you know, out here at home. Uh, obviously, such a big game, big rivalry. Uh, we knew this was real for our tradition, our alumni, so we wanted to come out here and perform. Uh, offensively, we, we could have cleaned some stuff up. We just had to finish in the first half. You know, we were, we were running the ball. We were, we were you know, making plays on the ball. We just got to finish on third downs, finish drives. And, you know, we got challenged. And second half, we responded. Some some deep zone coverage from them. Yep. Basically saying, hey, we're going to make you play underneath, be patient. How frustrating was that? And I, I feel like you, you just took what they gave you. Mm -hmm. Yeah, first half, um, there was one play, number 13, uh, dropped like 25 yards, and I didn't see him. Um, Left tackle was in front of me. I put it up. It was almost a pick. Thank God it wasn't. Good play by Mario Williams breaking it up. But, um, yeah, you know, it, it's not fun when you play those type of teams. You obviously want to get the big shots down the field, and you have such limited opportunities. You just got to take advantage of them when you get them. But <clears throat> sometimes you got to take what they give you, and that's what we did second half. How important was it to play mistake-free football? I mean, this, that's a captain obvious question, but you guys didn't turn the ball over, and that was huge. No. Yeah, we, like you said, we didn't turn it over. We ran the ball well, you know, pretty balanced game. Uh, threw the ball pretty well. Uh, guys made some big plays. You know, O-line played great. So, yeah. Speaking of that run game, you're getting a little more involved with mm -hmm. it. Can we talk about you finishing runs? <laughs> are we going to slide? Or we go? I feel like we're caught in in-between <laughs> space with what we're trying to do at the end of these runs. I, I only get to do it in games. So, like, I wish <laughs> I was got to practice. I might just start practice sliding in, <laughs> yeah, in bad. practice. Not you know, bad. but I'll get caught in the middle of going down slow, and he'll just stick me in the arm. But. I'm tough, but I need to get down. But you did have one moment. I mean, yeah. come on down there at the two-yard line whenever. He, you got to be careful, right? Because you don't want to get called for taunting, but how yeah. that kind of seemed to fire everyone <laughs> up. Yeah, no. Those, those type of plays and games, you know, the trick play obviously gave us great momentum, uh, gave, gave us a spark. And then, you know, those nitty-gritty plays like some of the other guys made as well, including that play, it, was, it roused the crowd up, roused the team up. You, you mentioned the run game. How, how encouraging is it? to see you guys run the ball so effectively when they know you're going to run it at mm -hmm. the end of the game 
and get those tough yards, bleed a lot of clock. Yeah, that's just, you know, our mentality up front. You know, Coach Riley challenged the O-line and D-line this game because that's where the physicality starts. We knew it was going to be a physical game, and uh, they came out and, and played very well, uh, offensive line and D-line. So shout out to them for, for handling that. You know, Lincoln said something interesting. He said, um, your maturity, in other words, you probably handled today better than you would last year. Mm -hmm. How do you feel? Like, in other words, 2021 Spencer versus 2020, how do you feel like you handled a game like today as opposed to maybe what you would have last year? Yeah, I feel like I just got better in the second half where sometimes, you know, you could slide and get worse in the second half. So we're all about finishing. And, uh, yeah, we, we finished as a group. You know, I thought, I thought I played cleaner in the second half, and it was fun. It was a fun game. Yeah, so you, you knew you were going to get Nebraska's best shot, mm -hmm. right? And that's – that's one of the best games they've played in a long time. But how encouraging is it that you guys get a tough win, uh, you play well on both sides of the ball, take care of the football, mm -hmm. just moving forward, how, how's the momentum for the team right now? Yeah, I mean, that was a big momentum boost for us. You know, that was the best team we've played so far this year. Um, we knew it was going to be a different test compared to the first couple teams we played. And, you know, we came out, we were challenged this week in practice, just like we'll be challenged every other week. And... Um, you know, we, we prepared well. We came out here and we executed and we uh, played very hard. And it, you, it was it showed on the field. Congrats on the win, man. Great job. Thank you. Spencer Rattler, Teddy, your mid-first bank player of the game today is? Spencer Rattler? Was that a, gonna, is that uh, a question? Yeah, it's because it's a weird game. There's I don't know that there's any real standout performances in there. Um, I'm going to go with Spencer Rattler because I feel like he did a good job Taking what Nebraska gave him, completed 70% of his passes, uh, did have the, the rushing touchdown, uh, throwing touchdown, all around really good game, solid day from Spencer Rattler. And it's just a weird game where there's not a whole lot of standout performances. Right. Didn't get sacked today. That's, I, I don't know that they say that's credit to him, although well, he a few did. times he did yeah. step away. From I, I thought he did a good job getting out of some, some trouble there at times. Mid-First Bank, premier partner of OU Athletics, and your exclusive home for the OU Visa debit card and OU Rewards credit card. Visit midfirst.com slash Sooners for details. Mid-First Bank, true to your money, member FDIC. Sooner Post Game Show is presented by Pike Pass. Hey, Sooners, don't get passed. Get Pike Pass. OU beats Nebraska 23-16. Teddy Lehman has declared... The oatmeal cookie as the oatmeal raisin cookie or just any oatmeal Yeah, oatmeal cookie? raisin. The oatmeal raisin cookie as the number one ranked cookie. Is that true? Mm, I don't know that I said it was number one, but I think it is way over-scrutinized. In what circles exactly? Do, is there just, just general party circles? routinely to dry i think people there's a lot of people that have never had a good oatmeal raisin cookie that's the problem what is the number one ranked cookie in your mind for teddy layman i like the macadamia nut. macadamia nut one oatmeal raisin two <laughs> both ahead of the chocolate chip yeah i don't chocolate chip to me is just okay just okay man controversial <laughs> post-game thoughts today from the Butkus Award winner. Alex Grinch coming up next. Sooners beat the Huskers 23-16. This is Sooner football from Learfield. 
on the Sooner Sports Network. From Learfield, Sooner football has been brought to you by Taco Mayo. Big appetite, bigger savings. Download and save today. And by Geico. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance. This is the Pike Pass Sooner postgame show. You can send your questions to Sooners at OU.edu or tweet them to at OU on the air. It's time to talk Sooner football. In motion, Leeward. Martinez, shotgun snap, looks right, under pressure. They got him! It's a sack! Back at the 24-yard line, Jalen Redmond. Whether you rent or own, Geico makes it easy to bundle home and car insurance. Having a home is hard work, so get a quote at geico.com. Easy. 23-16, OU over Nebraska. Toby and Teddy back with you in the booth, and we go right back downstairs. Chris and Gabe are with Alex Grinch. So we were down here with Alex Grinch, Sooner defensive coordinator. What a grind, coach. Hot day. Team persevered. What would you take away from today? Yeah, you, the takeaways football is hard, and it always will be. Um, and sometimes you've you got to get reminded by it. But, but obviously a quality opponent. Um, you know, had a lot of respect for them offensively. Again, 500 yards a game. A quarter, experienced quarterback that can do so much with his feet. Um, and, and thought the responsible thing to do is it's, it's easy to say. And, and if things go a different way, then, then it'd be really hard to beat your chest uh, and, and make this claim. But, but, you know, make him beat you with his arm. Make him beat you with your arm. And, and so, uh, and he darn near did. I give him a lot of credit. Um, and, and that was a, a hard-fought uh, ball game and uh, lucky to uh, or fortunate to, to come out on the right end of it. The goal is always to make the team one-dimensional. You guys basically shut down that run. Hold them under 100 yards rushing. You have to be pleased with that. Very, very much so. You know, and, and, and so much. You know, when you're talking about, uh, you know, offensive with the ability to use, you know, so many tight ends and formations and option game and a quarterback that can get himself out of trouble. You know, you you really gotta. Um, it, it's a very difficult task. I mean, you're looking at that call sheet and saying, okay, which which uh, of all those different, uh, uh, you know, options are you, are you uh, uh, kind of uh, gonna throw your. Uh, uh, I guess your best at, and so uh, you know, commitment to, to stopping the run. It, it's something we, we've been about, something we need to continue to be about. And this particular opponent, it uh, it made some sense and made enough plays at the end. I, I know it's a very general general question and probably a very general way to put it, but that defensive line coach, wow, um, what a job they did just penetrating all day long. Well, they did, and 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 you know, there, there's still more plays being made out there, and that's, that's a tif- difficult guy to get on the ground. Um, but you see the impact. I think that that's probably in a lot of ways why we bought some of the, you know, so much uh, of the use of the tight ends that you didn't see a whole lot of on film going into it. Um, but but those got relentless, um, played a lot of them. We, we expect that. Um, and, and we're starting to get used to that level of production. And um, so I, I think overall, without watching the video, but overall pleased. DJ Graham has one of the coolest interceptions I've ever seen in person. But it was fourth down. What was your reaction when it happened? Were you were you jumping for joy or was it no knock it down? No, you know what? In, in that moment, that ball's in the air. You got to go make a play on the ball, and there's not a whole lot of you know thoughts going through your head. And, and uh, um, again, as a player in, in that moment, except uh, you know find a way to make a play. And so obviously it was tremendous um, to to do that. And there was a lot of football after that, which is obviously a good reminder to all of us uh, as as big time as that. Uh, uh, as that play was, it was good to get a takeaway. And then, and, uh, you know, had we had a couple more, maybe we're not in that situation there at the end. But uh, uh, no, it was a big-time play. 
We had Jamar Kane on Coach's Corner this week, and he said they have a saying in his room that close counts, but it doesn't count this weekend because of the elusiveness of Adrian Martinez. How do you kind of continue to coach it up or maybe get, get guys mentally right whenever they're so close and it just is out of their grasp, like IT most of the night? Yeah, and, then, and one of the things we talk about is taking the extra step, and that, that's on the back end, that's on the front end, um, and, and so that it doesn't turn into the grabbing it, its arms. It, it's more having an opportunity to put pads on people. And, again, that's easier said than done. And, and you know, you, you, you go through his career and, and watch him scramble. Um, and it's, it's, uh, he's made a living doing that. That's why he's a starting quarterback in Nebraska. Uh, as much as anything else, his ability to do those things, and so some of those in instances where you got you know have a spy going out, but now you're rushing three, um, and so in some of those instances, you know it, it could be the play call. Got to do a better job of having more bodies so the space is more constricted. So that's something not just for those guys uh, in the front, but also uh, for us on defense, make, making sure we're putting them in the best situation possible. Through a couple games now, do you do you feel like? You're in a good spot defensively. I know that you're, you're perfectionist. You're never going to be where you want to be, right? It's never going to be perfect. But how do you feel about the way this defense has played through these first couple games? You know, if, if, if you can promise me a win, give me all the adversity uh, that, that we can handle. Um, and it's easy to say after you get three wins. Um, you, you'd be, again, saying, saying something different if that wasn't the case. But you either believe in adversity or you don't. The hard stuff helps you. Um, and and uh, as much as you don't want to go through it, um, but uh, you know ultimately, as as you go through a 12 game, uh, you know schedule nine, we got these first nine in a row. Um, you got to go through some hard stuff, and and you got to find a way to, uh, you know, battle through that. Um, and and so, um, no, I, I think uh, you know proud probably is the right word, uh, you know, of the fight, you know, finding the way. I think this is two two times in in three games uh, that we had to make a stop at the end to win a football game, and and. Uh, I don't want to minimize that. Um, I, I don't. And so, uh, please that way. And then it, it's back to, to the practice field. And, um, you know, one of the messages will be we need to practice better. Um, I think that's going to help us moving forward. Congrats on the win, Coach. Great job. All right, thank you. Sooners get the one turnover today. They did not turn it over themselves. Oklahoma now plus five in the turnover margin through three games. That's been an area, Teddy, where they've struggled in recent years. Yeah, they had, what, uh, two years in a row, only 11 turnovers forced, uh, extraordinarily low. I think that's the lowest number we've ever had as a, as a football team, at least as far back as, as we could find that. Um, and last year, they really caught the fever the second half of the year and started turning them over in bunches. I think it was so heavily emphasized by the coaching staff and the media and everyone around it that there was just this mental block, and once they finally started to bust the door open, just everyone had that sigh of relief. So, yeah, it's, it seems like it's a mentality. Everyone's focused on that, and they've done a really good job with it. Pat Fields had a point after return for two points today. We'll hear from him coming up next. Sooners win at 23-16 over Nebraska on Owen Field. This is the Pike Pass postgame show, Sooner football from Learfield. Martinez back to pass, and he's sacked! He's dropped! No timeouts! Perry on Winfrey back at the 10. Blocked, runs with 43 seconds to go. Oklahoma has won 11 straight games. That matches Texas A&M, who also won today. Second longest streak in the nation, Alabama has won 16 straight. Alabama, an early 14-3 lead over Florida. By the way, we should have uh, 
given you a final and failed to. West Virginia hung on to win. They got a goal line stand to hang on to beat Virginia Tech at Morgantown. They'll be coming in riding a nice win for a primetime game here in the Palace next Saturday night, Ted. Top 15 win over Virginia Tech at home. So, yeah, uh, going to travel out here. Gosh, it's been a long time since we've played West Virginia. It's going to be right. weird. Two but, years. yeah, uh, it's a, this is all the football team. Good offensively, defensively, balanced. They got a quarterback, young guy that can run around, make some plays. Going to be a fun game. Taking a look at this week's upcoming Sooner Athletic events. That will be a 6.30? Is that right? Or 6? That is correct. 6.30 yes. Central Standard Time kick next. That's a, we don't get a lot of 30s. So that 6.30 kick, 4.30 pregame next Saturday. OU and West Virginia in the Big 12 opener right here in Norman. This look at upcoming OU events brought to you by Kincaid Coach, the official motor coach carrier of OU Athletics. 23 16 Sooners win. They got two of their points today from Pat Fields, who's downstairs with Chris in game. In the locker room with Pat Fields, captain, take us through it. What was the two-point play? Take, take me through what you saw, and then going back to those high school days of uh, returning it down the sideline for the 918. What was it like? Um, I think, you know, Coach, Coach Grinch and, and Coach Riley, they all, always emphasize just playing like four quarters and playing every single play. And then Coach Grinch particularly brought up uh, something that Rob Gronkowski said at the at the end of the game whenever they drove down and they won against the Cowboys. And then he was just telling the reporter, you know, it's 60 minutes, it's 60 minutes, it's 60 minutes. And, you know, we, we unfortunately we gave them a bad play that we let them score. But that fast, you, you know, you can flip momentum um, and change the ball game. It's massive play in the game, but there was a – a lot of football played after that play, even though it was a huge momentum swing. Like, how, how difficult is it to kind of lock back in, to, to just put that play aside and make sure that you stay focused next time you're out on the field? Um, I think last year uh, it, it may have been a lot more difficult, but I think this year we, as a team, we made an emphasis on, you know, just finishing. And, we, you know, we kind of practiced that during practice. So, you know, whenever we have a good play, whenever we have adversity, it's kind of like the same thing. Forget the last play and then keep on swinging. And then Coach Grinch does a great job of, like, giving us a lot of motivationals and good things to take away with. And, you know, he's talking, he, this week he talked about a pitcher in baseball. You know, you can't forget about the last pitch you threw. You just got to lock into throwing that fastball, lock into throwing that fastball. So each play we, you know, we just commit to our technique. If I saw I'm the post player, I'm about to be the goal. I better go be the best post player. You know, that's it. You know, we forget everything else before. We forget everything after. So I, I saw kind of a cool moment where everyone came together. Uh, I think it was in the midpoint of the fourth quarter. And there's Osimo, not a captain, but a vocal guy. And yeah. you're right in the middle of it. I know Isaiah was frustrated because he came so close on some sacks. But take me through those moments and how important they are and what they're like as a leader to make sure everyone's on the same page late. Um, I think things like that are just big because, you know, at the end of the game, especially, you know, with the point, the point and the score going in our favor, it kind of kind of almost turn into like survival mode. You know, we're just going to play until the clock runs out. And then, you know, we go from attacking, playing with an attacking mentality to kind of like survival mode. We just hope the clock runs out. We hope that they mess up and we make a play. So we were just trying to get guys back on the same page of like, you know, let's not hope the clock runs out. Let's go make the play and end the game. So it's kind of that, that mind shift from – even though we're up, to we still need to attack like it's the first quarter. What was your reaction to the DJ Graham interception? Uh, you know, the crazy thing is just, it, it's crazy seeing it in the game, but it's not surprising, you know what I mean? Like, DJ, like, he's done crazier things in practice, you know what I mean? <laughs> so, like, for us, it's not, it, you know, it's not surprising because, like, we expect that of him, but, like, you know, when that, I'm, a, I'm an Oklahoma kid, so I grew up watching this football game. It's like you've seen me yourself in history just that fast. 
And uh, I think DJ, he's done a great job of being mature. He came in last year, played as a true freshman. He's grown up a lot. So it's like me being an older guy, you know, I'm very happy to see DJ make that play and just, like, proud of him. I was going to ask, I mean, obviously you were, I mean, a baby when the 2000 <laughs> game happened. But you are an Oklahoma kid, so you know what OU Nebraska means. You knew you were going to get their best shot. Definitely. What did it mean seeing all the legends, Bob Soup's Hall of Fame induction, the dude that recruited you here? What was that like to, to be in that game and to understand what it means to everyone? Um, I think it's just big because, like, a lot of times uh, it, it's easy for me to just get locked into my day-to-day -day life, meaning that today, you know, I was here to play a football game and just only focus on that. But, like, sometimes that makes you lose perspective on, like, what you're really doing in life. So, like, I would just, uh, whenever I walked out, you know, I'm up there looking around and looking at all the fans, and I'm like, you know, wow. Like, because honestly, you know, I never thought I'd be in this position, never thought I'd be playing here. So, you know, I definitely appreciate the moment. I appreciate everything and, like, what I'm like, Coach Green said this morning, like, you, everybody in America woke up to watch us. You know what I'm saying? So, like, I really appreciate that. And, like, I show, like, a lot of gratitude for the game. Um, and even, like, me going back to me having surgery, even though this is kind of like sidetracking, going back to me having surgery this uh, the spring, you know, like, the first day I had the surgery, I could barely stand up straight. And, like, going from, like, barely even being able to walk in back to playing football, like, I just have so much appreciation and gratitude for the game. That's awesome, man. Now, you. You guys go through some adversity today. A lot of people thought this game wasn't going to be very close. Nebraska plays the best game they've played in a long time, and it's a close one. But how important is it for you guys to get a win like this? Like, it was a little uncomfortable, and you guys were able to get the job done. Um, I think it's big because, like, whatever we look at it uh, from the perspective of, like, what do we need to get better at a team with and, and it's finishing. And uh, Coach Grinch had pointed it out. But, you know, against Tulane, we need to get a stop at the end of the game to win the game, and that's exactly what we did. Uh, today we need to get a stop at the end of the game to win the game, and that's exactly what we did. And then even just like the finishing mentality, and I, I think even though they hit some big big plays, like the plays that they hit were things that we never seen on film, but we did a great job of adjusting to whenever they came out of quads, whenever they came out to all these different formations. So like the things that we really need to get better at, I think we did a great job of handling. Of course, you know, we left plays out there on the field. We left money out there. But – I think it's just like a respect for the game. You know, adversity is going to come every single every single Saturday. And I think we handled it well. We definitely got to get better. But, you know, that's the game of football. You're awesome. I look forward to working for you someday, Pat. Uh, congrats <laughs> on the win, man. Great job. Yes, sir. Sooner fans, come visit the best place to gear up on your favorite OU products, the Sooner Shop, the official fan shop of OU Athletics, located on the west side of Gaylord Family, Oklahoma Memorial Stadium. Open Monday to Saturday, 10 to 5, Sundays 10 to 3. Curbside pickup also available through the Oklahoma Sooners app. This is the Pike Pass postgame show, 23-16, OU wins. Still got a little more ahead. When we come back, we'll hear from Sooner running back Eric Gray. This is Sooner football from Learfield. On the Sooner Sports Network, from Learfield, Sooner football has been brought to you by Allstate, score savings worth celebrating, championship savings for the win. Welcome back to the Pike Pass Sooner postgame show. Martinez back to pass, looking left, under pressure, steps up, but he Sooner postgame show presented by Pike Pass. Hey, Sooners, don't get past, get Pike Pass. Oklahoma 23, Nebraska 16. 50th anniversary of the game of the century. Goes to the Sooners. We'll be in Lincoln for the rematch next year. That's going to be a lot of fun. Eric Gray downstairs with Chris and Gabe. 
Toby, we're there with Eric. Hey, uh, first and foremost, congrats on the win, man. Kind of take us through what you felt like was working out there today, Eric. Uh, we definitely did a, a great job on our gap schemes. I feel like uh, we did a great job preparing for their defense, you know, coming to this game. They were like, you got a good front seven, for probably the best front seven that you've played. I think we answered that test, being able to show that we can run the ball. Physical game. I mean, really physical game, hard-hitting football game. You're so elusive. Walk, walk us through, once again, how, how do you just feel those guys? Like, there's, there were a couple times today where you're in all of the trash and just making guys look silly. Right. <laughs> it's kind of something I've been doing since I was young. When I was in middle school, I used to, like, try to make everybody miss, try to make all 12 people on the field miss. You know what I'm saying? All 11 people on the field miss. But um, I've kind of learned to make one cut and try to get north and south. What has uh, DeMarco Murray meant for you in that? I noticed that you know he's a, a constant teacher during the game, not necessarily a yeller, but kind of an uplifter, if you will. Definitely. He done, he's done a great job with me, you know, coming into this program. He's welcomed me, um, done a great job just teaching me. You know, he's played in the league. He's played where I ultimately wanted to be in the future. So he's done a great job. You know, he stands all the way in the back so he can see everything. So it's a, it's a great uh, resource to have. And still only a couple of games in an OU jersey for you. What do you think about the atmosphere? Crowd, 11 a.m., early kickoff. Sometimes those can be a little little sleepy, but a lot of energy in the stadium today. Definitely a lot of energy. You know, this OU Nebraska game, the game of the century, is an honor playing in it. You know what I'm saying? It goes back to way before my time. Uh, my dad talked to me about it, you know, back when Billy Sims was playing and all of those guys. So being able to play in this game and being able to live that, through that tradition is pretty awesome. Yeah, and then to not only go out there but have success, and I think Gabe alluded to it, you know, at times maybe this team has struggled to run the clock out, but you guys just just grinded away. What was the key to that? Being able to run the ball, being able to run the ball um, at the end, trying to get first downs at the end to keep the clock running. You know, they did a great job of slowing the game all the way down, not letting us get a lot of possessions, but a big upstart defense holding up at the end and getting that big stop. You mentioned the offensive line earlier. You know, it seems like you're starting to understand kind of the timing of some of these schemes a little more. Did I, how, how is that going for you from a timing perspective, especially the GT counter stuff, some of the gap stuff? It's, it's a different timing, and you got to learn that feel almost for when it comes to running it in a game. Right, right. And for me, coming from a different offense, this is a different offense for me. So learning that timing is pretty good. It's just like quarterback and his receivers have to learn the timing to throw the ball out the break. It's the same for us, learning when our offense is going to block, when to hit it at the right spot, knowing me that I can't cut back, so keep blocking downfield is definitely a great resource for us to have in these games. Eric, congratulations on the win, man. Love talking to you. Good luck next week. I appreciate it. That's Eric Gray. The Sooners improved to 17-7 and against the Big Ten with a win today. And through three games, Oklahoma has still not allowed a point in the second quarter of any of their games. They've outscored their opponents 51-0. Oklahoma did not score as well in the second quarter today. The two teams traded missed 50-plus yard field goals in the second quarter. Sooners win at 23-16. We'll take one more timeout. When we come back, a lap around the college football scoreboard on this Saturday, and we've got uh, one more player. Uh, Delarian Turner-Yell is standing by. We'll hear from him as well. And wrap it up next. Sooners beat the Huskers today in Norman. This is Sooner Football from Learfield. Final play of the game. Four seconds. Martinez looks right. Steps up in the pocket, 10 seconds, throws short, caught by Johnson at the 23, he's wrapped up, and you can unhitch the wagon! Put the ponies in the ball! The game is over. Oklahoma!
score, Oklahoma 23 and Nebraska 16. Toby and Teddy back with you for the final time here at Owen Field. Sooner Post Game Show presented by Pike Pass. Hey, Sooner, don't get past, get Pike Pass. It's the fastest, safest, most efficient way to travel. Oklahoma, Kansas, and Texas. One more interview, and then we'll hit the scoreboard. Chris and Gabe downstairs with DTY. Down here with Delaren Turner, yell. Dude, that was a dogfight out there. Take me through it, man. How'd it feel? Um, it felt amazing, you know, with, with that being the first time, you know, that I had to face Nebraska while I was here. Um, great, great history behind the game, you know. Seen some old clips, you know, during this week of, you know, how those guys used to go at it, being a number one, number two, t uh, number one, number two team in the in the nation. And uh, just, you know, Coach, Coach Riley t told us, you know, you know, going into these type of games is going to be a dog fight. You know, you're going to have to play all four quarters. You know, we look up, j and just when it seems like we have the game in the bag, we're down to a two-minute situation with a, a score being able to tie it. So, uh, great atmosphere. You know, have to shout out the fans in this one. They were electric the entire day. Uh, and just excited that I got to play in that game. So, Goal on defense is always to stop the rush. Mm -hmm. you, you guys hold them to 95 yards rushing. They <laughs> ran it 38 times. Gotta, you got to be happy about that performance mm -hmm. when you, you know they were going to try to run the football right at you guys. Right. Um, before the game, Coach Riley um, told the O-line and D-line, you know, that in these type of games it starts up front. You know, both fronts have to be very physical. And I feel like the D-line just answered that question. You know, not not only the D-line, but also the linebackers were, you know, playing fast the entire day. You know, a couple of TFLs from uh, Deshaun, things like that. So, you know, I just applied, applied the front because those guys play hard and tough and physical the entire game. Take me through DJ's interception. <laughs> uh, first of all, you know, I'm kind of disappointed because before, before, the, well, before he caught the ball, it seemed as if the ball was going to be overthrown, and I was right behind DJ. But you know, <laughs> but you know, D DJ made a, a a great a great catch, and you know that's not that's not the first time we've seen that. You know, DJ makes those catches all the time in practice, and we kind of joke joke about it with him, like, "Oh, you think you're a receiver and things like that." But you know, we kind of have the argument, you know, who has the best hands in the DB room. So I'm pretty sure this week we're going to hear some smack from him saying that he has the best hands in the DB room. So I'm happy for him. Well. That was pretty impressive. It was pretty <laughs> impressive. Now, they threw a lot at you guys. Mm -hmm. A lot of different personnel groupings, a mm -hmm. bunch of tight ends, extra old linemen wearing a tight end number, mm -hmm. shifts, motions, all kinds of stuff. How did you feel you communicated those adjustments? I know that's been something that you personally have been working hard at. Mm -hmm. Yeah, uh, like I told you guys last week, I think it was. You know, we pride ourselves on, on that. So we do – we do – we probably we probably practice you know shifts and motions and things like that more than anybody else in the country. So you know when you do get yourself in those type of situations with the the different numbers as you said, you know it isn't you know everybody go crazy or lose their mind like we just handle it, revert back to our rules and do the things that we're supposed to do. How important is it? I, I see it a couple times. Alex Grinch has done it. He didn't do it today. Pat and and, and Brian Osamo did mm -hmm. it to every so often. Get the guys together mm -hmm. on the, on the bench and say, all right, this is what we need to do. Are those moments important? Yeah, those moments are very important because, you know, with it being hot, you know, the, the weather being a huge factor, um, you know, guys tend to just get, get lost, you know, in their own head. So right. it's always good to bring the guys back and make sure that everyone is on the same page. And like uh, Brian talked about, you know, during that speech, you know, we, we have to win. We have to go win. We have to finish the game and looked up and, you know, we were just a drive away. So I... I'm glad that he did that. You know, somebody stepped up and did it because, you know, it actually came, came into play. Have you ever seen 
an individual be so close to having so many sacks like Isaiah Thomas was today and just not be – I don't know what it was. He was there for like five or six mm-hmm. of them. Yeah. He, he played – I thought he played really well along with the rest of that defense line. They controlled things. Right. Uh, I applaud Martinez because he's a hell of a quarterback. You know, he knows how to make guys miss. And now that you say that, I, I actually asked um, Nick and IT sitting on the bench. I'm like, like, y'all have him. Like, what's up, man? <laughs> And Nick is like, uh, man, he's good at, you know, wiggling out of it. So, you know, I applaud that guy. But, you know, for Isaiah and uh, Nick, you know, we have to get the guy on the ground. So, right. Congrats on the win, man. Great performance today. Yes, sir. Thank you. They had five sacks today, Ted. But there's a definite frustration they didn't have five or six more. Well, there was, you know, early on in the football game, there wasn't a whole lot of pressure being applied. As the game wore on, we got better and better at getting there. And, yeah. Adrian Martinez is a big athletic guy. He's, you know, 6'2", 6'3", uh, can slip out of some of those things, made some plays with his legs. But ultimately, whenever you needed it, we got to him a couple of times in a row. Janet King, clean sweep of scores from around the country before we get out of here. West Virginia beats number 15, Vitek, today. 27-21 in Morgantown. Mountaineers will be here next Saturday night. Number 14, Iowa State on the road late tonight at UNLV. That'll be a 9.30 kickoff. Games in action right now. Number 12, Notre Dame leading Purdue without their drum 10-6 in the third quarter. Number one, Alabama rolling at number 11. Florida there in the second quarter, 21-3, Crimson Tide. Second quarter, number five, Iowa leads Kent State 9-7. That's it. How about this? Second quarter in the horseshoe. Number nine, Ohio State leading your alma mater, Chris Plank, Tulsa, 10-6. Second quarter, nearing halftime, number six, Clemson leading Georgia Tech, seven to nothing. Second quarter, Arkansas, ranked number 20 this week, 14-0 lead on Georgia Southern. Finals, number seven, Texas A&M, no problem with New Mexico today, 34-0. Number eight, Cincinnati goes on the road to beat Indiana, 38-24. Number 16, Coastal Carolina beats a Buffalo team that Nebraska handled last week, 28-25. Chanticleers. Final, number 24, Miami falls to Michigan State today, 38-17 on uh, Michigan State on the road. Michigan is 3-0, Ted. Uh, They're ranked number 25. They beat Northern Illinois. Not that that's any great shakes, but 63-10. Jim Harbaugh's team off to a nice start. It feels like they've got a little bit of offense going this year. That's been the big struggle for them. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and... Wait until I reserve say, judgment. Yeah, I want to reserve some judgment okay. on Michigan. Smart. That's smart. Number two, Georgia gets South Carolina. Shane Beamer's squad at six o'clock tonight. Number four, Oregon against Stony Brook at six thirty. Well, probably the game of the night tonight. Number twenty-two, Auburn at Happy in Happy Valley to take on number ten, Penn State. I have a whiteout tonight in Happy Valley. That's a six thirty kick. Number twenty-one, North Carolina hosting Virginia at six thirty. Interested to watch Tulane tonight. They'll be at number 17, Ole Miss, at 7 p.m. Yeah, they're going to have to uh, score some points in that one, too, or Ole Miss can go up and down the field quickly. Lane Kiffin's got a uh, really good offensive team. Matt Corral, their quarterback. Other Big 12 scores, Kansas State, fourth quarter, leading Nevada 24-17. No Skylar Thompson for K-State. Second quarter, here's your first Big 12 game of the season. Baylor shutting out Kansas, nearing halftime, 14-0. Still to come tonight, the Big 12, Texas Tech hosting Florida International, 6 o'clock. 
7 o'clock, Texas and Rice will play on the Longhorn Network in Austin. 8 o'clock tonight, OSU at Boise State. Who you like? Boise State? Oklahoma State's got problems, man. They can't block. Yeah, can't block anyone. Blue can't turf run the football. Uh, can't protect the quarterback. That's your Janet King. Clean sweep of scores from around the country. Janet King is the king of clean. All right, Ted, 23-16 Oklahoma. What should I think coming out of this game? Uh, wasn't the prettiest game ever. We had some mistakes late that could have cost us, ended up not. Uh, offensively, I think it's going to be one of those years where we're going to be in some tighter football games that maybe people are used to from the recent past. Uh, but defensively, we're good enough to win those games. Uh, not going to be a whole lot of style points this season, I'm afraid. But that's fine. As long as you win, move on, that's all that matters. And I do think offensively we will improve as the season rolls on. I think we're still kind of finding our way on the offensive line. We've got some young players that are chipping in. I think they'll improve as the season rolls on. Not too worried about it right now. Good win. Take it, move on. Standing by your claim that the macadamia nut cookie is the best cookie. I have been thinking about it since we had the discussion, and yes, okay. I'm sticking right. by it. The Oklahoma Highway Safety Office is a proud sponsor of OU Athletics and wants to remind you that drinking and driving is deadly and illegal. Together we can end DUI. Visit enduiok.com for more information. Thanks to our crew today, Teddy Lehman, who I think I called by the right name all day. Yeah. Is yes. Right? How about great. that? We're improving. Chris Plank, Gabe Eigert, our spotter, Andrew Shepard, Dennis Stats Kelly, engineer and producer Drake Dyken, who fought off 110 frequencies from Fox today to find us a clear signal. Tom Shores, our sideline engineer, and Maurice Jones helping us out back in the Sooner Network studio. Final score, one final time from Owen Field, the renewal of one of college football's all-time great rivalries today. It was Oklahoma 23 and Nebraska 16. Until next Saturday night, primetime in the Palace, OU and West Virginia. This is Toby Rowland saying, Sooners win. And Boomer Sooner, everybody. On the Sooner Sports Network, from Learfield, Sooner football has been brought to you by OG&E. We energize life. OU Health, the future of health is here. And by MidFirst Bank, exclusive home of the OU Visa debit card and OU Rewards credit card. The preceding has been a Learfield presentation on the Sooner Sports Network.